Welcome to the Big Golf Show. I'm your host, Nick Andreco. Along with your host, Eric Arbay. <clears throat> Eric, we're talking all things golf this morning about mm-hmm. uh, technology, education, marketing, branding. We got a, a really, really good guest this morning, uh, Mike Fay from Michigan. Mike, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Doing great. Doing well. I appreciate you you coming on, doing this podcast for us. Um, Mike, you want to give everybody a little a quick rundown, a little bio of kind of what you've been doing, how you got in the business? Sure. I'm the PGA Head Professional of the Monument Course at Boyne Mountain Resort in Boyne Falls, Michigan. I've uh, been there for about five years. Uh, previous to then, I spent seven years in New Jersey. Although I am from Michigan, uh, the Detroit area, grew up there. Um, Where in New Jersey were you? I was at uh, Fairmont Country Club okay. here in Chatham nice. there for a while. And then uh, my, my bride and I got married. I uh, had a little one, decided to come home. So uh, our home is uh, northern Michigan now. So it's a beautiful, beautiful place to be. And are you there year-round? You know, there year-round, okay. absolutely. Um, what are you doing in the wintertime when you get snow on the ground? In the wintertime, we have an indoor facility where we teach golf, and we also have uh, the Midwest Best Skiing. So all of us uh, turn our hats around a little bit and help out with the skiing part of the business at Boyne. Uh, it's a pretty special place to work. Wow. The, you know, Mike, you're, you're really, <clears throat> you've really become a big name. Uh, recently, well, I shouldn't say recently, last couple of years, especially on Twitter. Um, you you have a show called Ask the Pro. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Tell us why that got started, how that got started, and, and kind of the goal of the show. Absolutely. Um, we started Ask the Pro in March of 2011. Uh, to be honest with you, we had no idea what we were doing when we started it, but I needed some help. Um, I figured that it would be pretty cool to have people uh, asking me questions on Twitter and, and answering their questions. So I, I kind of put it together, and, and all of a sudden I had too many questions for me to answer. And uh, I started to enlist professionals around the world that were on Twitter already to help me help people play better golf. And that's the goal with Ask the Pro. So now it's grown and grown uh, to the point where we have professionals in Australia, Italy, Scotland, all over the world that participate uh, every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, I'm very blessed to have all the help I do. Uh, people send questions into me through Facebook, Twitter, emailing the website, and uh, we get them the help they need from some very good professionals around the world. How, how long were you on Twitter before you started Ask the Pro? Uh, not very long, maybe a month or two. Oh, wow. Um, at the most. So it was like right after? It was right after, yeah. Wow. I, uh, and then I started to network with professionals, um, and uh, and here we are today. It's, it's pretty cool. I, you that know, and, and Eric, the people that fight this, that, that hate Twitter. That fight Twitter? That, I, mm-hmm. just, this is, I love this story. I, uh, the Ask the Pro is, is awesome. And, and Mike, you've had a lot of pretty cool guests, right? I mean, yeah. Name, name, name drop a couple people. Um, <laughs> I mean, to have them reply is pretty cool. Uh, it just shows that you've got contact with these people like you've never done before. People that don't even know who I am are helping with the show, you know. 
couple of weeks ago, David Duval answered a question. Annika Sorenstam did the week before. You know, we've had um, Brendel Chambly, Charlie Reimer. Get uh, Nick Faldo on there. Nick Faldo Nick was on there. Yeah, you know, and and I love the fact that they want to help me with the show and help people play better golf, and that's what it's all about. But more so to me, it's all of us being together to do it. Um, there's some great golf professionals around the world that I think can really help people play better, and they give outstanding answers uh, to some very difficult questions at times that are asked. But we also have some you know, other questions where um, I get the audience involved where or we call it a free-for-all question, and we usually do it uh, four times. The show runs for about an hour. Um, four times in the hour, I, I ask something called a free-for-all question where anyone uh, that is watching the show can answer. And it, it's pretty cool. I mean, we've had questions right around the holidays. Um, you know, a lady wanting to know what to get her husband for Christmas, things like that. And then you get some good answers from from everyone, that's it's nice. neat. So it's not just golf instruction. It's kind of it's not. It runs. You're right. It has branched out a, a bit. It's it's anything about golf. Um, wow. You know, Ron Sturrock has participated in the show, and he's been great. Uh, every time we send him a question, he, he's right there. Um, you know, we had questions about FedEx Cup points, and the, you know, so you, when you're watching it, there's, it's not just about you know how to cure my slice. Um, it's about everything, and it's pretty neat. That's growing that for way. For people who don't know out there, it's hashtag AskThePro. They can do a search for that, right? And find that's it, right, and that's basically that. how we we came to be, the growth of the show. Uh, at first, I, I didn't even know this, but I kept getting kicked off of Twitter um, for having too many tweets. And uh, how that, many? What was it, what was the limit? I I don't know, but I I'm guessing it was around seventy five in a certain time period inside of an hour, and I'm imagining Twitter probably thought that, uh, you know, you're sending out junk, so they <laughs> block you for like an hour and a half. So that was kind that. of uh, you know we kept I kept sending out message guys tell everybody I'm still here I just can't say anything, <laughs> but that's how the hashtag came to be. And mm. we had to start using the hashtag to house the show, and that's where we got people to watch it. And, and they can go in to discover and watch. Didn't you have a, a limit on the amount of followers or people you could follow at one point? Um, no, no, I don't okay. think so. I, I, I mean, you have a limit. You, there is a cap to how many followers you can follow. I think it's 2,000 okay. that Twitter has. These are their rules. Um, you can only follow 2,000 people, I think. Okay. Until you get a, 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 a certain amount following you. That's right. Yeah. And then it's a percentage, I think, of, oh, of I that and okay. as it starts to grow. And, you know, and I can understand Twitter's, you know, they don't, they don't want someone out there advertising stuff all the time. Cause but, well, what other platform can you do this on? You know, I mean, that, that you could you could have done this on TV, you know, with the Golf Channel probably, you know, five ten years ago. But a, a, a golf pro from Michigan, that you know, it's you know, you're you are self admitted, you're not a super tech junkie and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you embrace the these platforms, but um, I mean, what a great! I just love the story. I mean, the Ask the Pro story, I think, is awesome, and that just 
And it's like uh, we talked about the other day, Twitter and Facebook, and, and it's nice. This is perfect platform for this because with Facebook, you have to be somebody's friend in order to converse with them. The right. Twitter, you don't need to be a friend at all. You can just mention somebody's name, have a conversation. Exactly, and that's what's really cool about Twitter that no other thing has, uh, social networking-wise. Um, you know, you can get somebody's attention, and and uh, they can choose to reply or not. Um, I'm I'm just lucky that I have the support I have nice. for the show. Um, there's been about 70 people, total people that have participated in Ask the Pro over the last uh, few years, coming up on our third anniversary. Um, and uh, it, it's so cool to watch what happens every week. I'm, I'm excited to do it every week. And, and you just down here at the PGA show, uh, tweet up, it's hashtag tweet, tweet up 3.0. Is that what it was? That's right. Um, you filmed a commercial. We did. For um, Why did you do that? And, and what's the, where can, we're, we're going to be, where will we be able to see this commercial? All right. Well, it was the uh, third annual PGA show merchandise show tweet up uh john graham started it um professional in new york and uh we gather together a whole bunch of professionals on twitter um to meet each other and you may feel like you know them and then you get to meet face to face at the tweet up and it's really the only place you can um meet each other at times and uh, we thought that to go along with that uh, in the corner of the room, uh, we would shoot some footage for Ask the Pro because a lot of the professionals that uh, participate in the tweet-up would be there already. Um, we had more than 20 professionals participate in the shooting of the commercial. I think we have enough material now, which was our goal to be able to shoot some stuff out all year long until we do it again. Um, pretty cool stuff. You gonna put this out on Twitter or YouTube? We'll, or? we'll put it on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you know, we have a Facebook page now uh, for Ask the Pro, uh, facebook.com forward slash Ask the Pro Show, uh, and, uh, and then on Twitter as well. So we'll be sharing it. Everyone was taking pictures of each other. Um, Mike Molesky from Molesky Productions did the filming of it. Uh, came all the way from Michigan to help me to do it. And uh, we're pretty proud to be able to put it out there. And uh, it was neat, neat thing for everyone to come together and do. I know, um, I know we get uh, a lot of questions now and then from golf pros who maybe aren't on Twitter already. And, uh, and you know, they're asking Nick and myself, they're saying, oh, how do I make money off Twitter? So what... Have you, from, from doing this and, and being big on Twitter, have you seen any kind of direct customers come from that? Um, your, I've, your base there? Absolutely. I've had people, you know, ask me about that. Um, other things have come from Twitter that you can't put a dollar amount mm -hmm. on. Um, you know, in, in March, I was offered a position with the Golf Channel Swing Fix. Uh, that has been very special to me uh, to help people play paragolf online. Um, now I'm, I'm writing articles for the instruction side of the golfchannel.com um, because they, you know, noticed me from the show and things like that. So you can't, uh, what you do uh, with Facebook and with Twitter 
is your brand. And your brand, you're showing off. Show what you can do. So when someone asks you a technical question and help with your golf swing, although I may not be paid for that, everyone's going to see the answer. And uh, that's special to me. And whatever I can do to help people play better golf, I'll do. So, yeah. I think a lot of people can learn from that. It's not just, oh, you're not just going to have ROI right now. You know, it's, it's, it is a relationship-building process, and it's, it's building your brand. I like that. Well, it, you have to, and that's, you know, the number one thing uh, that uh, I think students look for is trust. So when you're, when you're trying to teach someone how to play golf, they, they trust in you that you're going to help them. And, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter definitely does that it communicates and that's what it's about you communicate with people so cool. I mean really Twitter has provided you with kind of the ultimate platform to network with other professionals really and getting noticed in the golf instruction industry absolutely golf industry you're right and it has it really has opened up doors for me that uh, you wouldn't believe I mean to meet people you know it's, it is. It, people coming up to you and just going and finding people. You know, the tweet up was great at the show here while I've been here, just walking around and meeting people that I probably talk to a lot on Twitter and to see them face to face. Make that real connection. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to share information. You know, how did you do this? How do you do this better? What kind of tournaments you run at? Not just golf instruction, but anything how to be a professional. The networking is done, I mean, it's so fast. It's direct and to the point. It's different than calling someone on the phone and asking for advice. The mentors I have on Twitter, my Facebook now, I mean, I'll have the rest of my life, and that's something special. You know, Eric, you, you touched on something that, that we've talked about in the past where you said, you know, you're able to make a real connection. I think it's more of like a you're able to make a physical connection because you are making real relationships and real, you know, you're building real networking and real friendships on Twitter. It's just, I mean, I look at it as like it's like a pen pal. You know what I'm saying? You know, if it's that it's the fact that like you know, Mike, where else would you be able to get together with all these people, you know, and learn and learn about this stuff and connect? And now you have context to where when you meet them at the show. It's easy. You don't. You know. It's easier for you now to walk up to. Well, you. You're telling us the other day you had a drink with Randall Chambly. Right. You know. Um, he knows who you are now. Yeah. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. so now it, it's it's a it's like a it's a starting point for a conversation, and that's pretty neat. It you is. Yeah. Uh, you know. And and he he knows what we do, and he participates in it, and um, you know, with Ask the Pro, and. Uh, we have something in common, and, and that's the same thing with Twitter. I mean, I there is an open door on Twitter for golf, and anything that you want to learn, you can learn. So whether you know you're an expert in this and you want to learn something else about golf, someone that has great knowledge of, let's say, TrackMan, you can find that person or great knowledge of the short game. You can find that person, ask them questions, and learn. Um, you're right. I mean, it, it's it's kind of crazy, actually, to think about this stuff when before it was, you know, you're at your club, you probably had a few friends, 
of the golf industry, perhaps in your section. And now I'm talking to pros around the world. And, you know, what they know can help me become a better professional. And I look at it that way. And to have them share that like that is a pretty special place. So What you just said there about learning, I think that's a, that's a pretty important thing, especially for people maybe not huge into Twitter right now. That uh, I think that's a really good way to start getting into Twitter. Because I know for myself, for web development, I follow um, a lot of the big web developers in our industry. These guys really know their stuff. And um, I've learned a lot from them posting links and posting just comments, articles, things like that. So I think golf instructors, golf professionals, if they're still intimidated by Twitter, can get on there and really, like you said, learn a lot just from searching hashtags like Ask the Pro and other things like that, finding people that use TrackMan exactly like that. They don't have to start engaging right away in conversations, but they can just go on there, follow a lot of people that they might you know, think is really good in the industry in certain parts, and just learn and start there before you know trying to build their band, their brand through it. Well, the social networking aspects of stuff is actually, and I don't know which came first, um, but this is changing the game of golf. It's the way that we um, are going to be going here uh, already. We're, we're not just lesson givers anymore. We're actually coaches. We're support staffs for our students. And, uh, you know, Twitter's, Twitter's definitely a part of that. So. Well, you know, Mike and, and Eric just, you know, touched on a good point there is that this is the age, I think we're, we're circling back around now to the age of back to really hardcore relationships. You know, it's, it's no longer just take a golf lesson, leave, some guys would email them, some would, now it's, now people are demanding it. You know, they're demanding, and I say demanding, they, you know, if they say something to Tiger Woods on, on Twitter, you kind of don't expect a response. But if they say something to their local golf professional, they're ex- probably expecting a response and they should get one. And um, I think that's a really, what a neat platform to be able to answer and talk to your students when you're not, you know, when you're not teaching them. Um, you know, if they're down at, you know, if they're down in Disney, I mean, how, what a great thing to just say, you know, just to see that feed and just say something like, have a great time, stay safe. Something like that just to, just to show that you, you know, you care and you give that, you know, you go that extra mile for that. And that's what it's all about. I mean, that's what, um, you know, and they should get that treatment. You're absolutely right. I mean, it, <clears throat> it it will grow golf. I mean, it's in, you know, we always hear all the time as well, Eric, is the ROI. Yeah. You know, what's the ROI of sure. Twitter and Facebook? Sure. You know, how can you can't measure that? You can't also, you can't measure the ROI of, of billboards or print ads. There's no data on that. Right. So I think it's a really, it's a really naive question. Um, but it's building the relationships, and, and those those people that you have strong relationships with want to do business with you. They'd rather probably buy clubs and get fitted from you than go down the street to a big box store if you have a really solid relationship with them. I mean, what's what's an extra 10, 20 bucks if they if they're gonna have a good time during that fitting, and they're really gonna and they enjoy being around you, and they trust you. I mean, you talked on it earlier about trust. You're exactly right. Yeah, it that's uh, what it's all about. You can't. You know, that's one of the questions I get asked by everyone is, how much money do you make from Ask the Pro? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know, um, nor do I really care to think about it because I'm, 
you know, that's not the point. The point is to help people play better golf. And it's not to make money, and that's why I'm not a golf pro is to make money. It's because I love the game. So, you know, those things come back to you, and you're right, Nick, it does come back to you some form. Well, and you hustle, you know what I mean? Like, you put a lot of effort in. You know, we talk about this. A lot of guys, you know, stop at 80 or 70% or even lower than that. But, you know, you kick it up quite a bit. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, I think people underestimate, I call it hustling, but, you know, it's busting your butt. But I think people underestimate that. And I think that these platforms are allowing the cream to rise to the top. That's just my personal opinion. I think because the guys that know what they're doing, that care about it, they, they're embracing this stuff. They're embracing all technology out there, better ways to form relationships, better ways to communicate, and they really don't care about the money. I mean, the money is, if you're doing, if you're doing a lot of good stuff and building relationships, that money, like you said, you can't measure it, but it's just gonna, it's just gonna come. You're not gonna have to worry about that. You know, you're not, you're not gonna sit there and beg for lessons online, but you're building relationships where those people are gonna take lessons. You're exactly right. And you're so you're not only um, on Twitter. You're obviously on a lot of social platforms. But um, let's talk about some of the videos you've done. I know you set up a YouTube channel and you put out a lot of good instructional videos. Yes, we when, did. When did you start um, that? I started that about uh, what four years ago. Before Twitter. Yeah, and um, we uh, shot them all at Boyne Mountain. Mike Molesky, who's been helping me through this process, I tell him that all this stuff is his fault because <laughs> he came in the golf shot one day and, and he, he is a photographer by trade and uh, for his business he, he needed to do more video and came in and asked uh, Casey Powers and myself if we wanted to participate in shooting some golf instruction videos, which was kind of funny because... We were just talking about it that same day, about doing that kind of stuff, because I was searching on YouTube and found a bunch of uh, professionals doing that kind of stuff. And I said, this is neat. We can do this. And uh, so Mike has um, been helping us uh, to film all these things, and it's been pretty neat nice. process so to learn. you seen some good feedback from uh, putting those videos on YouTube? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. I... Uh, we see all that. I, our, our students love it. Um, it's great. I use the V1 uh, Academy with mm -hmm. my instruction. Uh, we can do that and attach it to the end of their video. So if it's a specific drill that uh, I wanted them to work on to help them with their game, um, I can attach a video that uh, would, would explain it so that they remember. And that's what... What's great about the V1 Academy is that uh, they get a little short recap of their lesson so they remember. And, um, you know, the video part is huge mm -hmm. to it. Uh, you have the camera there already if you're going to be helping people with video. Uh, just flip it on and uh, just start helping people. That's pretty cool. You know, Mike, you're, you're from Michigan. You guys are closed how, what, five months out of the year? Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. um, hopefully not longer. Uh, but you have an indoor studio. Right. So how, how are you making that transition from teaching full-time, busy, you know, during the, the peak season there, to going indoors? And, and how are you, I know you, you're huge into, you know, updating your website and stuff like that and keeping that fresh. 
how do you kind of merge those two? And well, in the, in the off season, uh, it's my feeling that you have to get ready uh, for the next season. And you know, our season's fairly short in Northern Michigan, and you know, my students come in and and I'm teaching them in the winter time. It it's to really get them ready for tournament golf because it is short. It's like bang, 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 done. And so you have to fix those swing problems, get the handicap ready to start playing in these tournaments and, and uh, you know, get better. So we do a lot of stuff indoors, a lot of fitness stuff, working on short game, putting, you know, eliminating three putting, all this kind of stuff that we can work on indoors. And then I do a lot more coaching over the summer. You know, I might be giving lessons in that, but for those guys that spend time with me in the wintertime, that's about playing tournaments. You know, I've got kids that text me at 10 o'clock at night. Mike, got tournament morning, really nervous. I keep hitting it left, blah, 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 blah. I said, you know, that's part of coaching. So I'm getting those, re- those guys ready to play. And uh, that's what we're doing right now in the wintertime. You know, we're, we're changing people's shapes of their swings, you know, all that stuff. So it's pretty cool. That's interesting. And you went to uh, the Teaching and Coaching Summit? Teaching and Coaching Summit wasn't, this year. It was great. The, uh, the coaching aspect part of it? Was that a big part It of was it a big part of it this year, which I was really happy to see because we've been talking about that on Twitter for a while, that we are, you know, we have to change we have to change the game. Mm-hmm. Um, golf has been declining for a number of years. There's a number of different factors that surround that. I won't get into that, but you know, we have to be supports for our students. We have to get them out on the golf course more. We have to get more kids involved in playing. All those things. So, um, you know. One way we can do this is through technology, through social networking, through sending out newsletters about what's going on at the club, about your website. You know, it's not that expensive to have a website, you know, and, and blogging and, and writing articles and stuff like that. You know, it's like we said, it goes right along with everything else. Do you know how much you're getting out of it? And you don't know. It's like a billboard. You don't know. You get, in, you, you get your name out, you get to help people play better golf, and it'll help the game. Um, and what's your, uh, what's your website? Tell everybody out there. It's uh, MikeFagoff.com. Oh, we, we don't think we even mentioned your Twitter, your Twitter name. Yeah, it's at MikeFagoff. Easy to remember. Easy. But, you know, for our fellow pros out there, go to check out MikeFagoff.com and, and just look at it for the, the blogging experience. You know, because we always go to what should I be writing about? What should I be talking about? Um, and, you know, as Eric kind of mentioned earlier, just get on Twitter and just see what everyone else is kind of doing. And, Learn. You know, and just, just yeah, listen for a while, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And um, if, if you're nervous about jumping right in. And same thing here. If, you're, if you want to, you know, just do, just do a blog or if you want to, you know, feel the need, you should have a website, which obviously we're going to tell you we think that's a good idea. Absolutely. Um, but... You know, go and read Mike's stuff, and you know he writes a, a whole bunch of good. Oh, him and his 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 guys write a whole bunch of good 
you know, material to put out. And they put out, put out a lot of good material. So uh, we encourage you to just go in there and check it out and mm -hmm. see, what they, see what they write. And your students, too, have, have they, they've probably responded really well to all that content, right? Well, it's been great because, you know, I have, I sent out a regular newsletter. We call it Chip Shots. Um, and this basically allows them to know when new stuff is going to be on the website, whether we've shot a new video or we have a new uh, article, whatever it is. And, you know, because they're not going to go to the site every day. So, you know, that's how I stay connected to them. And then they'll respond back and forth saying, you know, they really like their article or if they have questions or whatever. And now they're, they're also building relationships with these other people that write with me on the site. So if, you know, they have a question about the rules of golf, they, they've got the expert. I have the expert, you know. Um, I could do my best to answer these questions that these guys have, but it's much better coming from them. Sure. That's my yeah. feeling on it. Why not tap you into know? their expertise? Exactly. And, I'm the yeah. inst golf instruction guy, the guy to help you with your swing. But if you really want to know how to get over making three eights in a row on the golf course, <laughs> you're going to talk to Scott Kapla, and he's going to let you know how he overcome, you know, certain things and, and what to think about and how to do those things it's it's pretty neat you know the kind of the overall thing that we've been hearing a lot from a lot of the top people in this industry is is surrounding themselves with just really a really good yes team. yes i mean we have, i don't remember talking to anybody that just said hey i do it myself yeah everything myself Every, yeah. i mean we were talking on merchandise of the year I mean, even from Chip and Bobby and those guys. I mean, everyone's doing it. Surround with, themselves with good people. With, yeah. with knowledgeable people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Yeah. And you have to recognize that. And, you know, you can't do it yourself. You know, I've... You, ha you have to have help. There's no other way around it, really. Um, well, well, Mike, when you, um, just to jump into teaching a little bit, you mentioned the V1 earlier, but um, you're using that on the desktop. Like right. You said. You're using it, you use your iPhone for that. Sometimes, you, yeah, I might use iPhone. Talk, yeah. talk a little bit about the importance, you think, of, of video and getting that to students instantly and kind of the added value that well, something like that provides. It's amazing because I'll get students calling me up and going, you know, yesterday I'm on 14 green. I'm right in front of green. And I'm just, I'm really having a hard time chipping in that. So I go back to the cart. There's no way behind me. And I, and I go on to your app. And I watch the video that we did six months ago on chipping. And I remembered what you told me. That's pretty it's powerful. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, you can't That's, do that with a DVD. No, <laughs> you can't. You can pop in a DVD on the golf course. You can't, that. you know, and it's it's for them. That that was their help. That's what they do wrong. And and it you know, and all of a sudden he could chip again. You know. Um, oh, that's instant. That's you, right now. Yeah, couldn't have got that. You know, three exactly. four years ago. Exactly. So, the. You know, the V1 Academy being able to send those those snippets to everybody is is priceless. It's it's so cool. 
be able to do that. Well, you know, we hear um, a lot, not a lot. We hear from certain from some golf pros that, hey, I don't want to, I don't need to pay for that kind of stuff. I don't need to do this, and they, they everyone tries to take. I feel like the the cheapest way out, the you know, the free stuff, and you know, we always talk to people about. You're you're a small business, <laughs> you know whether you want to admit it or not. You're if you're an independent teacher, you're a small business, and there's expenses that come with that, just like with any startup. Um, and just I just I, don't, I just wonder if you can talk about that a little bit. And we're not saying you need to you know drop the bank, you know, where you need to invest tens of thousands of dollars, but investing a couple hundred dollars a month for your business for everything, whether it's V one stuff, websites, scheduling, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, even even a customer relations software to track your students or something like that. Can you just talk a little bit about that and why you think it's important to kind of invest back in yourself? Or yeah, I mean, you you know, you have to. Make, I make my choices every. Day. I get offered all kinds of stuff to do things, and it's you know, it can be expensive, um, and you have to figure out a game plan, what you want to do, and. You know, I would love to have a hundred thousand dollar indoor golf simulator thing that you know, whatever, or have you know the world's greatest whatever, but I can't. And and you have to make a choice on, on what you can and cannot do. I've I've chosen to do the website route, the B One Academy route. Because I think that this is what gives my students what they need from me. So the articles, the you know, the, the videos that we shoot, all that stuff, the app that I provide is free for my students, free for anybody. Because I want them to get better. And the website gives your presence online. You need a presence online. People are on their phone just going, oh, where's the local golf course on their phone? They're not going to go into the yellow pages anymore. Um, they're going to look for a golf lesson online. They're going to look for a place to buy golf clubs online on their phone probably soon with everything so I wanted to tap into that and it's helping people which is what we want I think you uh, you brought up a really good point there is kind of identifying who your your target market is first your demographic what what you're like you said I realize what my students need and what they want and provide that for them we had one of our clients uh, in here the other day and she was saying you know her target market she just wants to teach junior girls so, I mean, the things that she's going to be doing to try to, you know, reach them and, and connect with them is going to be different than somebody who's at a resort course, maybe, and, and teaching people they don't know every day, you know, just right, just random well, people all the time. You're, you're exactly I mean, right, because a lot of times I get people visiting. I'm developing relationships every day because I'm giving them, this is my website, these are the things that you get when you take lessons from me you don't not only do you get a lesson with recap of what you worked on with your swing but you get the whole entire thing you get the website you get the app 
you get the Twitter, you get the Facebook, all that is what you can have from me as an instructor, as a coach. Well, how great so, is it if I come up, spend a week at the resort, take one or two golf lessons from you, and then I can talk with you on Twitter, have a continued relationship all year, and then that's my, maybe my annual family vacation, or and I recommend that to somebody. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just that's guaranteed, almost guaranteed repeat business. You know, that, that's, that, if those people come back right. up, they're going to take another golf lesson. Exactly, because they know that you're dedicated to them getting better. And, you know, that, this is just the route that I've done. You know, this is how I feel I'd like to do it. And, you know, it it helps for sure, you know. And that, that's great advice for, you know, up-and-coming instructors, you know, maybe assistant pros wanting better instructors and get to certain levels that they need to realize what they want to do, not follow exactly what this other instructor is doing, you know create their own path and like you said you, you do what works for you that's that's great advice absolutely uh mike just to to uh shift tracks i guess did i mess that one up there no shift I'm, I'm, shift any track you I'm, want i'm shift gears <laughs> shift gears then um you have a you're in the guinness book of world records yes you want to tell everyone about sure that. um it was in 2008. Um, there was a group of us at Boyne, along together with uh, WJR in Detroit. Uh, for a number of years, they've been trying to break Guinness Book of World Records at Boyne for the world's fastest round of golf team. And uh, we finally did it. And there was uh, about 40 of us that did it. And we played 18 holes and Seven minutes, 56 seconds. Wow. <laughs> Seven and, minutes, uh, 56 seconds. Everyone asks me how we do it, so I'll just go ahead and tell you now yeah, how we did it. Yeah, how did you do it? <laughs> uh, according to the Guinness uh, rules, uh, we had to play 18 holes. The golf course had to be 6,000 yards. Okay. Um, we played three holes six times, and we had 40 people stationed throughout the golf course waiting for the ball to come and hit it again. Um, I would estimate probably half of them were uh, golf professionals, and the other half, I mean, we even have a nine-year-old that's in the Guinness Book of World Records who was hitting putts on one of the greens. So um, pretty special thing that we're proud of in northern Michigan. Um, we'll see if anybody else can break it someday. That's, that's, that's really neat. That's really cool. Another so example you're in there. a good team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty neat. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool. And okay. what, what was there? Did you break the record, or did you set? We did break a record. Yeah, uh, from I, th I believe it was held by uh, someone down in Carrollton, Texas, uh, a group of people that had it, and we broke it by almost a minute. Uh, so it was a big one. Shattered it. Yeah. Man. Well, it. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it's. I mean, there was so much strategy involved. <laughs> I won't get into it. Um, wonder if of the specifics you can't do that no. but um, you know I was lucky enough to be hitting one of the tee shots and I was hitting it very good that day and that helps <laughs> shave some seconds off you know yeah, have to go hunting in the woods you have for to go look at, you know as soon as you hit one in the woods over you gotta start again because it just yeah. takes too long but uh, no it uh, it was good that's pretty neat yeah, it's a nice pretty, honor to have yeah it was fun Guinness book 
We even had our picture as a record of the decade for 2010, uh, the hardcover book. Our picture's in there next to Tiger Woods and Jim Furyk, wow. the whole group of us. So we're, uh, we're pretty excited about that. Yeah. Not a lot of golf pros can say that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, Mike, loved it. Thanks for coming yeah, and doing thank this. Thank you for being here. Um, it's terrific. Tons of great information. Mm-hmm. Hopefully everyone loved that. Everybody on the Twitter sphere. Absolutely. You, 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 uh, you're going to keep doing Ask the Pro this year, right? Oh, we are. Going Our strong. next show is uh, going to be the Ask the Pro Super, to- Super Bowl halftime show. So watch a show that's worth watching. <laughs> the Super Bowl halftime show on Ask the Pro. Okay. So we're all excited about doing that. The same hashtag, or are you changing the hashtag? No, just hashtag same Ask the Pro. Ask but the we're gonna, instead of usually we host at nine o'clock Eastern time uh, on Sunday nights, we're just gonna do it during the Super Bowl because everybody will be watching anyway and give you something to do. Flip on your phone and watch what happens. So it's kind of neat. Great idea. Yeah, great all idea. right. Getting creative. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Eric, where can everyone find us? Everybody can find The Big Golf Show. You can find us on Twitter, at The Big Golf Show. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash The Big Golf Show. And uh, as well as our website, thebiggolfshow.com. And you can also subscribe to our podcast directly from your podcast app or within iTunes. Just search The Big Golf Show. We come up, hit subscribe. Mm -hmm. You never have to worry about it again that's it you can listen to us chirp in your ear for 45 minutes whenever you want uh mike thank you again I appreciate thank you it. guys for yeah, having me thanks on for being here awesome